You are listening to the Red Roots Podcast. Uh, good morning, good morning. Morning. Good morning. Everybody good? Yep. Yeah. Have a good week, good week. A good week, yes. <laughs> Repeating everything. I'm asking two people, so <laughs> I'm asking two people, so. Good week, good week. Yes, good week. Good, you? Yes, good. Good, good. I was, it was a test for Simon. First off, we had church yesterday. How many kids did you have in Sunday school, Simon? I uh, had 55 yesterday. 55 kids. And last That's week, 50. 52. 52. Growing, it's growing. Yeah, it's literally growing every week, which is a great thing, right? <laughs> yeah. it, that's good, right? Yeah, I mean, it is a good, on the big picture scale, it's, it's good. <laughs> well, one of, the, one of the kids brought their parents, or the parents brought their kid, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I said yeah, that to Ramon both. a couple of weeks ago, like, the one thing that I'm liking now is the new kids that are coming, uh, a lot more of them are coming as families, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we've gained, like, 10, 15 kids over the last few weeks, and the majority of them have been coming with, with parents, which makes, a, which makes a nice change. Yeah. 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 So you had 55 kids. It was 55 degrees Celsius in there. It was burning hot in there. <laughs> it was boiling. So we were gone last week, and the the fans were supposed. There's some fans in the area, and they were supposed to be fixed by somebody. And I don't know. Long story short, they didn't get fixed. And it just like so. There's only, there's probably four to five Sundays a year that are just the heat is just. And it's, you know, on the second floor, and you have these tiny air wall, like, the air conditioning units, because the buildings are made of cement, the air and brick, the, you know, the air, there's no insulation, so the air, just wall, wall units or whatever that you just hang on the wall, and the compression stuff is outside or whatever it's called. But we don't have ones that are big enough for our church either, um, but the church or the children's area, they're just not big enough, and they're super expensive to buy, and so it just is what it is for us right now. And um, but in the children's area, man, it was like straight suffer. Like yeah, yeah. you walked out, it was literally like you start thinking about am I living in sin? Yeah. Like it was like I, it, it was <laughs> all the kids were coming in to like the the I guess what you would say the sanctuary, which isn't really that, but like and they all sweating like sweat down their backs and stuff. They're so happy, but they're sweaty. Yeah. I was like, holy cow! Yeah, so, our yeah. girls literally it looked like they had spilled water on their yeah, backs. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was strange. That's yeah. why I always wear black on Sundays just because it hides the sweat but I'm always drenched like I never people come out like the parents or people come out on the church on Sundays they'll be like don't don't hug me don't touch me <laughs> yeah like, you don't you don't, don't want to do that but don't even give me a high sake. five yeah, but, uh, yeah. But, uh, I think what's <laughs> I don't know if it's worse than the sweat or not but it's the smell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you walk out of the sanctuary Sour. it yeah. just smells so yeah, yeah yeah well because we like we don't have any we have that one <laughs> It's meant to be an aircon, right? Like mm-hmm. that thing on the floor, yeah, yeah, which yeah. just blows out hot air the whole time. Oh, it was hot? Uh, well, it just because like it just, it just doesn't it doesn't do anything. Like we're better off just turning it off. Well, it was it's not it's not more frustrating. So yesterday, I, it was hot during breakfast because we have breakfast in the same room, yeah. and then they move the breakfast stuff, and the kids do. And so I came in, and it was hot. I was like, man, it's hot in here. Oh, the air condition must not be working. It must need a freon charge or whatever. And I put my hand, in, and it was freezing cold. But it just wasn't. Yeah. It just wasn't. It wasn't enough, yeah, I guess, because you couldn't even. Yeah, the room was hot. It, I mean, it was hot like it wasn't on at all. Yeah. And I put my hand in front of it. And it was. It was blowing out freezing cold air. But it just wasn't. It wasn't enough, I guess, for all the people. 
And like almost told all the kids, stop breathing, stop breathing until <laughs> yeah. after breakfast. You're sucking up all the cold air. But I think we also have the windows open and the door open. Yeah, that doesn't help. No, we at shut. All. Yeah, we shut all that when the when my lesson starts. We shut all the windows, shut the doors, mm. keep the fans on, have the aircon on. But it just doesn't. Yeah. That, I mean, the thing when you got 55 kids who are already hot and sweaty, yeah, and then you do the songs and they're jumping, jumping around, around and yeah. they create you know more energy. It just heats everything. Just heats up. And then it heats up as the day goes on too, because we yeah, start yeah. in the morning, right? Yeah. We start at 10 o'clock and the sun is coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. brutal. Yeah, but that was the, <laughs> the thing that gets me where I really have to like watch my patience is. The kids would be like walking around or running around and then they'll come up to me and go, oh, it's really hot. And like, I'm asking them just to sit down. And it's like, because you've got the fans and you've got the air con. If you just sit down, like in the flow of that, it will cool you down quicker. But they're all like walking around the room going, oh, it's so hot, it's so yeah. hot. And I'm like, if you stop walking around, yeah. <laughs> you won't get as hot. Yeah. So. You should get like a little tiny water gun. Yeah. Every time they complain about the heat, just squirt them in the face. Oh, and then yeah. they would keep complaining. Yeah, they would say, <laughs> oh, love it. Oh, this heat is awful. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's really awful. You got a bucket? Like, yeah. Yeah, we got to figure out some type of solution for that. Also, we need to figure out, they're good problems, right? But yeah. it's like, man, we, we're just, we're short on mature believers. Mm. And so, I mean, there's more kids than we can handle right now. Yeah. What are you going to say? Like, oh, kids, half of you need to stop coming because we just don't, like, no, we got to figure it out. So, I mean, our church, we have a lot of visitors coming to church, man. Like, over the past several weeks, it's been just visit. I mean, it's been a lot of a lot of visitors, a lot. And some, like, come out of nowhere, and some from the neighborhood. Like, one lady yesterday, she's like, I've lived here for over a year. I didn't even know this church was here. It's like, well, that's the magic of having a sign now, right? It's like people can see. So, as you go 15 years, she could have been coming here for all that time. <laughs> but you don't have a sign, you know, people don't identify that there's a church here. So, but... Yeah, it's, it's been good, but it's like, okay, now it's getting to the point where we're like, okay, we need some people to step up and grow up, some other people to grow up, and so we can kind of better, it's, it's, they're good problems to have, you know. Yeah. Um, everybody wants growth, but like we want, we want to be able to handle, we don't just want to be a big church, we want to be an effective church, you know. So, I don't know, it's going well, but we got some challenges that come with, I mean, Children's Church has exploded. Four, year, four months ago, you had 30 kids, right? Yeah. Not no, even that long not ago. Even, yeah, not, not even that. This is a couple months ago. It was 30, because we, yeah. we had this conversation, right, about 30. It's like, man, you're 30-some kids. It's grown and blah, yeah. blah. They're coming more, and it's going to be. And, yeah, because uh, yeah, I was literally just saying to him on, like, two minutes ago, the idea, like, two, three weeks ago when we decided, okay, we need to split the classes because the group was too big, was because we had 30 kids. And so we're like, okay, 30 is <laughs> a bit too that's you know that's hard to manage is one big group so let's split the group in half so it's about 15 and 15 and that's more manageable so two weeks ago we decided to split but yesterday in my group we still had 29 kids and the other group had 25 mm-hmm. so even though we've split into two classes we still have the same class size as the reason why we split the two groups so the kids love it yeah, though we, yeah yeah they do i mean i don't know yeah because i mean there's more kids are going to keep coming because you can look at all those kids and you still realize that all the kids from the neighborhood aren't are even there yet. No. So it's not like, you uh, know. A lot of it now, a lot of the new kids we've gained as well have been cousins, brothers, mm-hmm. sisters. Mm-hmm. So each week, uh, two, like, um, the two, two boys that live just over in that house, mm-hmm. just down there, like their younger, um, their younger cousin mm-hmm. comes now. You know, yeah. they just they bring them along. Their cousin's like two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The, so they're, they're now bringing them along. Yeah. So obviously parents are hearing out. Absolutely. Like, oh, they, your kids go to this thing? Oh, can you yeah, take yeah. the cousin along? Can mm-hmm. you take your 
brother along. You take the next door neighbor's yeah. friend's sister along. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. I, so, I mean, yeah. That's I know you, common, especially because the breakfast, right? A lot of the parents are like, oh, you're going to eat breakfast? Go on over go on and, and eat breakfast but oh you're gonna stay too i get the house to myself <laughs> yeah go let on. me take a nap <laughs> well, i had a nap in 13 years <laughs> you know so yeah it's a good problem i think i mean the the good thing is that you guys could hit 100 kids fairly easily over the next year yeah the bad thing is you guys could hit 100 kids <laughs> fairly easily over the next year you know what i mean like i don't know so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, well, that's cool. Please pray for help. Like, we just need more, not just more hands. We need, because we don't believe in just throwing people, oh, oh like panicking, you know, and, and just doing stuff. Like, like it, we and, me and Simon were talking before and talking about how, like, the coronavirus stuff, it's a serious thing and stuff. And we, you know, take it seriously. But there is, like, a level of panic that's just a little overboard, like buying all the toilet paper. Like, the, the CDC did not say that toilet paper cures the corona like it doesn't make sense you know what i mean buying all this stuff that doesn't and like and just knee-jerk reactions to so ah, ah and so we don't want to do that with children's churches throw anybody in there yeah. just because they're a warm body and they have you know yeah, yeah. a tongue and hands or whatever they can talk and you know work or whatever that's yeah. not we want the right people to be in there yeah so i don't know you can pray for us in that area that some people step up and yeah i'm not complaining at all it's just Cause it's not rough on me. I'm not gonna act like it is. Cause I'm not in there with them, you know. <laughs> it's rough for you guys. I'm in there with the adults hanging out. We're laughing and having a good time, you know. G- when Jesus said, "Ha ha ha," Amen. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My Your beard, is, my beard is blowing in the air conditioned breeze. It's a bit cold in here. Yeah, yeah. Simon's preaching next week, so he's not gonna want to go back. I think after feeling the temperature in there. So, anyways. So yeah, so this week we took a trip, uh, Rudy, uh, Simon, and I, that's how you say it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, look at me, English major. <laughs> Rudy, Simon, and I, we took a trip up into uh, further north. We're in the northern part of Bolivia, but it's further north. Uh, so the department, or what is this called? The province, I guess you can say, that we live in is called Benny. And it's basically like in the States, it would be a state or a, there's a word, another word for it, the province, state, whatever, there's another one. Anyways, I can't Municipal? think of... Municipal? No, that's not it. <laughs> I couldn't even say uh, the words. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, it's like a, a territory or whatever. Like a state. This is related if you're from the United States, and that's the easiest way. You guys have... Counties. Counties. We have counties, too, but it's smaller than a state, right? Mm-hmm. So you just have counties. You don't have anything yeah. bigger than that? No. Well, the UK is not big well, enough you, to have yeah. states. Well, I didn't know if you did. You know so, what I mean? Well, no. like, for you, it would be countries, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> So, yeah, we have like, yeah, we have like a state, basically. And so our state is Benny. And so the northern part of our state, essentially, or our province, um, we got, uh, we, we've talked about this. So we got, um, we got invited by the civic committee in, in a small town that's up in that part. Anyways, so we went and we did a school program. We did on leadership and stuff like that. It went really well. We went to a place called Santa Rosa first. So we got there by um, Avioneta, which is a small, like a small plane, like a five-seater plane or six-seater plane. So was that your first time on a plane like that? It was, yeah. What'd you, what were your... Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, going out, <laughs> I, we were, we were, I mean, the actual flight wasn't that bad. No, no, but a, a major part of that, it was, was the weather. It, I mean, it was, it was a stunning day. It's a glorious it day. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. Which was great. There wasn't a breeze or anything. So in terms of going on, I mean, it's a really, really clean flight and there was no turbulence or anything. So that, that was really nice. But yeah, you're like in the, you're in the seat. I mean, I, we had to sit backwards and the window, you know, the back. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Back, the back pit there, the, the bit that was slow, that was all shattered. So you could like... Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could see all like the glass like splintered a bit if that cracks open, what do we do now? Oh, yeah. Uh, the door was held shut by a little pin. They'd put like... It's like a, a small <laughs> nail. Yeah, they yeah, like, a small there. nail. So like trap oh. the door shut and you're just like, this isn't the best maintained plane that I've been on. But yeah. Did they all go over like on a plane any safety... Heck no. Like, if no, this happened, no. jump out of no, this window. Heck no. <laughs> they had a little cross hanging from the... Yeah, like a rosary. That was just, plan. <laughs> I mean, that, no. That's like a safety guide. No, nah, and the first plane was junk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a comparison, and I can't think of any, like, of any cartoons or something when I was a kid. It was, like, it, it was dented all over the place, and, like... But it was too late. We already committed. I already paid for the tickets. And, like, we got to be there. So I was like, man, like, is this what we're flying on? And, like, the doors, like, didn't line up pr- properly, like, to close, which is why they had the, n- the little nail that you drop in the slot to, to, to lock it, quote, unquote. <laughs> and it just was sketchy. Yeah. And, I mean, thank God there were no clouds in the sky or breezes because yeah. I think uh, that would have been it. That was it. I thought that was my last Instagram message when I, <laughs> I took the picture and I said, this might be it for us or whatever, like. I thought there might be a chance that we crash land somewhere out in the middle of nowhere and I'll just have to raise cows for the rest of my life, not <laughs> knowing how to get said, back home. What do you mean this will be it? I'm like, how do you not know what that is? <laughs> I mean, look, look at the plank, zoom in on the picture. Like, what, it was, yeah, it was, at the, yeah. and you know, I'm not even making this up. I sat right behind the pilot, right? And like, I, I kept like, put, you know, like dipping my head out, like leaning my head to make sure that he wasn't falling asleep because it looked like he was falling asleep. Like his head was yeah. like kind of, like in an awkward way, like looking down. Yeah, yeah. And it has the, his hat was comforting, right? It said pilot on the back of his head. Like, okay, everybody calm down. He has his pilot hat on now. All right, we're going to make it safely. But it was a beautiful view, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Benny is just so beautiful. And on, what the heck was that? <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> I guess because I have the headphones on, I can hear it. Anyways. <laughs> but I gotta say, I, I got to say, I didn't appreciate, like, we were. The plane had just started and we were <laughs> heading towards the runway. And also I had a backward seat, so I couldn't see like what was at the front of the like that. Ramon turns to me, he looks at me and goes, Simon, 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 have you seen the the, uh, the fuel gauge? <laughs> I go, no. He goes, oh, I, I think it's broken. <laughs> I said, I hope it's broken because it was an E. It was, it was flat E. I was like, uh, and this guy doesn't seem like the has the best memory in the world. So like, did he forget? Is this like... Are we going to float down to the, you know, I don't know. It was just, it was a different experience, man. I didn't need to know that bit. Yeah. Well, I was suffering mentally, so I wasn't going to do it alone. Misery loves company, so I had to tell you guys about it. It was a great experience, though. We landed. I wasn't expecting to land in grass. No, but yeah, that was weird. Like, we landed in this grass and dirt. You weren't expecting to land. (laughs) Uh, That's true. Yeah, that's, you're 50%. There's probably a chance I wasn't expecting that either. But we landed, and, like, you see, and, like, it was a smooth landing, though. It was. But it was, like, I didn't expect to see grass and dirt flying up by the window. That was a little different. And so we landed, and it was, like, holy cow, we made it. It's just, it's, it's, it's just a different experience, man. 
I was like, well, how are you texting me from the plane? And yeah, you had sending me videos. <laughs> we had, like, we had, we had service, like, when you when you got close to the cities, you had service. And but so, like... I just fully expected, that, you know, like, again, on the airplane, you said, oh, please no. turn your cellular devices off. No, it, it's, a, it's essentially a taxi. That's what it is. It's an air taxi. You're paying somebody to take you to these towns or whatever. That's, that's, that's what it is. No seatbelt, nothing. The guy hands out... <laughs> coffee flavored candy in the middle of the flight <laughs> like it just it, you know yeah just he took it out of his pocket and i guess he was just you know being nice <laughs> and sharing i guess they were good actually i'm not gonna yeah, lie that was like cappuccino yeah, yeah. cappuccino yeah, yeah. flavored or whatever yeah decent flavor and i was like hmm at least i'll die with a good flavor in my mouth good breath like the pilot the, and the steward stewardess yeah stu- yeah i was the steward steward i don't know is that what steward. it is <laughs> i don't know anyways i'm a steward but yeah, so that was a good experience. Then we get to Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa is, is a is a town, a pueblo in every sense of the word, right? Mm-hmm. Like no paved road. I don't think there's any paved roads in Santa Rosa. Not that uh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, the ones. Oh, where our hotel was, that, yeah, right? the ones that we were on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The so, main it was like did like. Oh yeah, two, well, the plaza. You're right. You're yeah, right. You're right. I was thinking about on the way out. We, yeah, yeah. You're right. So yeah, there was a couple blocks of paved streets. So yeah, we found the hotel just around because we had to stay. So we. So we flew to Santa Rosa because so that was Sunday afternoon. There was no there were no flights early enough Monday morning, like so we flew Sunday afternoon to Santa Rosa. We got to Santa Rosa Sunday afternoon. Um, we had so we had to find a hotel to stay in there because we didn't have that. None of these places are online or anything, and so we were like we're just gonna figure it out. And we found a nice little place, right? Mm, it was nice, lovely. Except for the karaoke bar next door, <laughs> it was like an episode of Rush Hour. I mean, not episode like a one the Rush Hour movie when Chris Tucker goes and like and he's in the he's in. Were they in China? And the guy's singing, and he's singing Michael Jackson in a karaoke bar, and he's like, that's not Michael Jackson. Let me show you how to sing. It was worse than that. Like, the singing, it was all night, too. It was the same yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. Like, he's just singing, and you can hear it through the wall because he's on the other side, right? And that was terrible. But the hotel was a nice little, so it was surprisingly nice, right? They had yeah, hammocks yeah, out lovely. in, like, a, a main area, and we just kind of, we hung out there and whatever. And So we woke up the next morning. We did um, two school programs there, morning and afternoon. It was, like, four schools total. So two schools came together two or three schools in the morning yeah actually i think it was three in the morning and then we did two in the afternoon and um that it was, it just went really well and then to, from then the, the people from reyes which is the main town that invited us the civic committee uh the president and i guess vice president they came and picked us up it's uh, about an hour and a half ish drive from from santa rosa to reyes so they can't pick us. he's driving yeah <laughs> that's a different story yeah <laughs> And so they picked us up and took us to Reyes. And that road, is that the worst road you've ever been in your life? Yeah, without a doubt. It's not. It's not even a road. It's not even No, a road. it's not a road. And we're driving, like, we're in this tiny, like, our hips are all touching. Like, I never, my hips have never sweat in my life. But my hips are touching both of theirs on, the, on, on, you know, like, or, like all, we're in the back. We're, we're so packed in this little small two-door mm-hmm. RAV4 and three grown men sitting in the back. Like, and we're trying to drink soda and it's bumping all over the place. And, like, it was just, it was an adventure. That's for sure. I hurt my back. Oh, that's how I hurt my back. Yeah. My yeah. back has been hurting. And I'm like, why's my back been hurting? And I forgot it was that car ride. <laughs> and I, it was so bumpy. Like, I, I legit, I was like, dude, we're not going to make it. Like, she was driving, like, she wasn't going fast. She was just going fast for the road conditions. And apparently fast, too fast for her ability to see yeah, yeah. the coming. She didn't know the road. Did she? Yeah. But that, was the, that was the difference. Yeah. She didn't know the road. Well, I think you can't know it because every time it yeah. rains, it changes. And yeah, so yeah. We, we were hitting bumps like. I'm like yeah, one time, painful. yeah. That's how I, I'm. I'm not even kidding. Like that's how I hurt my back. We flew in the air, did we not? Yeah, we did. Like all of our butts lifted yeah. off of the <laughs> there seat. Was one, there was one part. She did, she hit something, 
And it was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, it's over. The car's going to shut off. And we, like, we made it. Like, I can't believe we made it. Like, I'm like, it was crazy. And she kept going. She's like, oh, sorry, that was just a big hole. And then we hit like another one. The, lady, the other lady was like, what was that? Oh, it was just a rock. What do you mean just a rock? <laughs> like, that's not, <laughs> you know. And so we made it to Reyes uh, that night, went to our hotel. And then the next morning we started off with, with the schools. By the end of it, we did, I think we did around 500 students. Mm-hmm. And I want to say 13 schools. I can't remember, 11 or 13 schools. Okay, I put it on my Instagram. Was it something like that? Same. So we did that, and uh, we just did junior and senior year, like the two last years, whatever you would call it. I don't know what you guys call it, but the two last years of school, we did those and stuff. So it went really, really well. It was well-received, and um, yeah, it was uh, it's a different experience, man. It was, really, it was really different. But it was really cool because we connected with the civic committee. So civic committees in Bolivia are a really big deal. I was telling, talking to Simon about this the other day. They're a really big deal. Um, one, they just get stuff done. They exist to, to help better the city for the people and, like, just progress. That's what they're committed to, progress. And it's a committee that's just, you know, they, they, get, they move stuff and get stuff going or whatever. And, and um, so, but they, they've been popular. They, a lot of cities in Bolivia have them. But they recently, last year in October specifically, when the president, uh, what is it called, when he stepped down, the civic committees had a lot to do with that. Because they organized the protests and they came to the point where they were saying enough is enough of this tyrannical and cheating and like all this other stuff. Like, and so the civic committees organized like these protests. And so, and so they, they became like, oh, everybody wants to work with the civic committees and it's a big deal now. So if you say civic committee of anywhere, like it's a very well respected thing. And so when people hear her, we were working with the civic committee, like they couldn't believe it. They thought it was like, the, oh, like Angelica, like I thought it was like Carlos came and said goodbye at the airport. Like he couldn't be like. It was the biggest thing ever for them, which is really cool for us. So it opens the door. But then they're all connected. So the civic committees in Benny, they have like a, not national, like a province-wide or statewide meeting of all the civic committees come together once a month. So they all know each other. So this civic committee knows the one in Trinidad, which we don't know them. And they're not really that as gung-ho and like go-getters as the other ones are. And so anyways, they connected us essentially with all the civic committees in Benny. And so now we have an end to just every town in Benny to be able to do some type of work or whatever. Um, specifically here in Trinidad, the guys out of town right, the president's out of town right now. But when he comes back, we're going to meet with them and just kind of see what we can do to serve the city better and how we can work together to kind of you know uh, bring progress and what, you know what, what is our role in that as as Red Roots, but also as our church and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And then um, connect him to the Fundacion Totai and stuff as well, and just kind of show him there's a you know show support. One, we want we want Trinidad to do well and do great and grow and produce and whatever. Um, but also there's a group of ministries and, and organizations here that, you know, we want to we, we wanna be active in the community. And so really good opportunity for that. Um, we're coming back, actually, from, and I was telling you this, we're coming back, and we got off the plane, and again, it's just five people on the plane. So we got off the little plane, and the cop comes running out of the office, and he's like, oh, we need to do a routine check, and he's just being a jerk. He's like, you, where you from? Where you, who, who, where you from? I said, Bolivia, because my, you know, I'm, I have Bolivian nationality, so you don't need to know anything else. I'm Bolivian. And so, where are you from? I said, Bolivia. And he said, where? Trinidad. Oh, and he, give me your carnet, which is your ID. And so I gave him that, and, he, you know, he's looked at that. Where, where are you coming from? We're coming from Santa Rosa. What are you doing there? We're working. Oh, we're working. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And we went through this, these kind of different things and whatever. Let me look in your bag, whatever. And then he said, well, who was waiting on you in Santa Rosa? All right, he said, where'd you go? Where's your ultimate? I said, we went to Reyes. He said, who was waiting on you in Reyes? 
I said, the, the president of the Civic Committee of Reyes. Everything changed. The other guy that was with them was like, oh, oh, oh they're good, they're good. No, look, this, they're good. And he's like back way off. And it's just crazy the respect that comes from that just off of the political situation or whatever. Like they're just respected. And like they're connected too, right? These mm-hmm. civic committees. So they know the who's who and whatever. And so like, you know. And he was gonna, he was gonna, he had no choice but to let us go anyways. But from that moment, like his whole stance changed. And he's like, oh, well, go ahead. You guys have a nice day. Like, oh, now you want to be friendly. Nah, bro. Open my bag. Open my bag. You said you want to open it. And so, no, nah, it's just, um, it's a great thing to be connected with. And we'll see where it goes from here. But really good, really good, um, what's it called? A connection, a relationship to have. Um, it was good to work with them too. There was three of them specifically of the committee that worked with us. On a, they came every day took us around they took us to, I mean they didn't have to take us anywhere because it was so small we could we walked and stuff but took us ever took us to get like those ice cream things mm-hmm. or whatever just I mean just a really really good experience really good people and I think yeah. even more so than a good working relationship we form friends friendships right which is just deeper we can just joke around and stuff like that with them it was really really good just really good I, I, I feel like it's a door that got opened for us and we knew that I think in the beginning like oh God's open, but I don't know that we knew yeah, we're going to do a school program, but what is the long term, you know what I mean, of that? Like, so, but I, I don't think we knew what was in it or what was going to come of it, but it was really cool to go and make that connection and to kind of move around, you know, and to see what else God had for us inside of that, which was a completely different thing that I hadn't expected. And so we'll see where it goes in the coming months and the, you know, coming year or whatever of how that develops and what doors open up and what we can do. But it looks like, you know, a very good opportunity. Hmm. There's a lot of talents around Bolivia now that want us to do the school program there as well. Um, the guy in Trinidad, he actually already said that like, he wants to work with us and wants to do the school program. I don't know how good of a relationship he has with the director, basically the Board of Education, essentially, for Trinidad or whatever it's called. But because um, he's not the mayor, right? So he can't just make, you know. And so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And, but it's a lot of high expectations, you know. I'm excited just about the doors opening and kind of. It's something we wanted to do. We wanted to affect every kind of every, all the pillars of, of a society and, you know, uh, economic, government, education, religion, family, you know, all the entertainment. We want to eventually affect all those things. And so this is a door opening for, for education even bigger. And then that could open other things as well. And so I think for like maybe anybody listening, they, had, they got the numbers like you reach, you reach 500 students. Um, like, what was it specifically that you felt the message that they needed to hear? Like, what was the message you guys took to them? Yeah, so obviously we can't, like, so we we said, like, I, th- I may have said it on here before or not, but our goal is to build long-term relationships that produce eternal results. And so obviously we, we can't go in and preach the gospel. It's not like, like, I don't know people listen, like, oh, I went to Guatemala one time and they let us in all the schools. Well, this isn't Guatemala. Like, it's just not the same. Like, they're not going to let you come in and just start preaching. You can talk God and stuff because most people are raised Catholic. But when you start, there's no issue with Jesus. You can talk Jesus all day. There's no issue with that at all. But when you start, tar- start talking about who Jesus is in relation to a bunch of different things, like, then it kind of gets sticky. And so you can't, it's not, it's not, that's somewhat frowned upon. And so we went with, like, you know, the positive message and stuff of, uh, and basically, just very grassroots message of um, be something, do something with your life. Because a big issue that Bolivia has here, and that's very bluntly, like it wasn't that we just got up for five seconds. Hey, you guys need to do something with your life. Thank you. I'm Ramon. We're Red Roots. Out. Like, you know, 
Um, but like, you know, just basically trying to motivate people and encourage people like to do something. Think about your future, make plans. And then we like had a part, we talked about purpose, which Christians would call it calling, right? It's doing something bigger than yourself and find something bigger than yourself to live for. Like really everything except for like Jesus, just stepping short of the gospel message or whatever. But like, you know, talking about how do you find your purpose, first of all, in a very practical sense, but then taking it to another level of like, okay, like, but being rich and money is not the goal of life at all. Like you need to do something bigger than yourself and find the purpose that takes you beyond this life alone or whatever. And so, um, but really just encouraging people and challenging people's mindsets and the way they see things. It was about an hour and a half to two hour course or taller uh, workshop. And so um, Rudy did the, the bulk of it. And there was different things, like just different disciplines and stuff. Um, I can't even think of what it, like self-discipline and- um, Strength and weaknesses. Yeah, strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, like uh, self-awareness basically. Yeah. The importance of all these things in a society and he, he, you know it was good he did it because he could talk a lot about the weaknesses that we have in the cult the believing culture here because mm-hmm. if we talk about it then it's like we're supremacists right yeah. and so he was just talking about um like self-awareness like in the sense of if you're not good at something the tendency is to work on it to be good like if you're like not good at it like this is not your strength to work on it to be strong in it so you can be strong a little bit in everything but he's like no focus on your strengths and kind of go to that and just kind of opening the door and challenging people to think bigger than, oh, I'm just going to be, you know, whatever my dad is. Yeah. And, go ahead. I think a big thing that highlighted that idea, so basically the, the Bolivian education system doesn't teach kids here to think for themselves. It's no. very much a, this is, this is one, this is two, this is three, this is four. Okay, write it in that order, one, two, three, Absolutely. four. Um, obviously, that's cool maths poor example because that was correct but <laughs> you know what i mean is <laughs> they're, they're taught to just to follow <laughs> just rewrite whatever rewrite whatever the teacher writes on the board take it home learn it copy it don't challenge it that, that's right this is wrong and um and so I, I see it all the time at like football and things like that kids will only understand something once they've been walked for it so you can explain a task to them they won't get it until you visually demonstrate it walk them through it until they've no like no one ever wants to be the first person to do anything because it's like well i don't really understand it so i'll let someone else go first and then i'll just copy whatever they do even if it's completely wrong so i could say something like uh, okay ramon you need to go around this table anti-clockwise yeah yeah and then you and you yeah i've said that to you five times and you understand me and it's correct Mm -hmm. but if melinda goes round, what's like clockwise the other yeah clockwise you would just copy Melinda and go around clockwise, yeah. even though I've said to you yeah, five yeah. times you need to go anti-clockwise. Yeah. Because you've seen Melinda go clockwise, you go clockwise. Yeah. And that's exactly what football training is. It's, it's frustrating. Yeah, it yeah. challenges you a lot because they're like, oh yeah, I get that, I get that, I need to go left, I need to go left. And then as soon as they see someone go right, they go, oh no, we need to go oh, right. Yeah. And they all go right. Yeah. And it's like, that wasn't, come on, yeah. you said you understood the drill and, and all this. Um, and I think a brilliant, well, it wasn't, a, a really interesting thing to see was the, one of the first activities Rudy did was he put two boats on the table. He called yeah, them boats, yeah. and he said something like, "It was the, the, the end of the, the the end of the world had happened, and you need to imagine that there's only two options left. Now, you've got this one boat here, and he would call it like they he would ask them for a name, and they'd call it like Titanic or something. Almost like that. every time, Titanic. every time they'd call it the Titanic, uh, Titanic 2020, 2020, Titanic 2020." Um, and he would say, oh, that one's cold, it's horrible, it's miserable, there's no natural resources, there's no job opportunities, there's no hope. Like, just painting the worst picture you could imagine of a boat. 
I mean, the other one was like this amazing place where it's, you know, it's warm, it's sunny, there's job opportunities, there's natural resources, there's money, there's friends, there's family, everything you could ever want. And he'll be like, okay, who wants to go on the boat Titanic? And like one person would put their hand up and then, and then like 30 people would put their hand up. <laughs> because out. after they see it. And then like he, yeah. he got to the point to where he would start asking people, like, why did you choose that? And it would be like, and this is a, you're making a life decision. You get on this boat and you start your life at that place. And it would be something like, why, do you, why did you pick that boat, the 2020? Because the example wasn't supposed to go that way. Yeah. And they would say things like, because I want to know what it's like to feel the cold. So you would base your entire life, at, like you would get on this boat to go to this place that's barren and cold just because, like. Just no critical thinking. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. well just not because, because of the system, right? It's not because of intelligence or right. lack thereof. It's yeah. because the system that you're raising just teaches you to think literally yeah. moment by moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but that was the thing that was being confronted is like, okay, you're only, th- you're literally only thinking of something you want to feel with the cold. That's the smallest part of your life. You need to think not bigger in the sense of you need to be a millionaire, but think longer term. Mm-hmm. Think about your kids and the future kids and think about what's good for you. Think about being productive. How can you produce something? Put yourself in the best situation to produce. And that was essentially more or less yeah. the, the thing. But and like it was, it was the same with F- all 14 schools that came for the 500 students it was the same with every even the adults we did a night school yeah even the adults they came it was the same every time one person because he would always ask them like first they're like okay who wants to go to titanic rock before, instead of doing like the hot one first he'd do the cold one first okay who wants to do go to titanic it, one person would put their hand up other people would look at that person and go oh that must be the right answer so mm-hmm. i put my hand up as well and straight away, yeah. like 30, 40 people put their hands up just because one person put their hand up first. Yeah. They're like, really? Like, and he didn't like undersell it. Rudy was really clear. He oversold this was it. The worst option <laughs> you could pick. But because they saw someone else put their hand up, they're like, oh, yeah, that must be the right answer. So I'll put my hand up for that one too. Um, and so I found that really, really interesting. I yeah. Like, okay, this is, this is a major thing. That well, you, yeah. it, is, it is something that is taught, right? Because. Um, I remember when we were planning for the uh, Christmas fair and um, we had one of your the children's volunteers, Carla, um, in charge of the craft table. And she asked if I could print out some coloring sheets for the kids. And I said, sure. And I printed out different coloring sheets. And she says, well, where where's the example of how they're supposed to color it? It's like, what do you mean? They She's get like, died with Adolf Hitler. What they're do you mean? supposed like, to be like no. an example of what color you should color the hair, what color you should color the shoes, because the kids don't like it when they don't know how to color it. Yeah. I was just like, tell them to color it however they want Close to color it. Close your eyes and imagine it. Yeah. yeah. And she just was like, I don't think they're going to like it, but okay. <laughs> Make, teach them how to, how to do this. You know, Give them an award. Whoever can be the most creative wins something. Yeah. I don't know. Encourage yeah. that creativity instead of giving them an assignment saying, let me see how perfect you can do it. You know, Stay inside the line. Don't get out. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, know. It's, I mean, but it's, it, it's just an oppressive system because I think we look at oppression a lot of times as, as um, taking goods and opportunities, which is true, but also like any system that oppresses your mind and trains you up to be like, just basically to not, not doesn't, not only doesn't teach you to think for yourself, but limits your ability mm-hmm. and, and discourages th- self, thinking for yourself is, is oppressive. And it, it just holds everything back and there can't be progress with that. And so, yeah, that was basically what the whole thing was about is challenging that mindset. And, and, and that's what leadership is, right? They asked us specifically to do it on leadership. And so we talked to being a leader is not just thinking differently, but it's having the ability to, you know, to have an open mind and kind of see different things and, and take mm-hmm. the lead. And, 
even when no one else is doing it or whatever, um, to do, you know, making these critical choices and critical thinking or whatever for your, you know, taking steps and, you know, whatever, saving, planning, all this other type of stuff. So, yeah. so yeah, no, it was good. They were really happy with it. They said, I mean, the kids loved it, loved it. Um, they couldn't even believe it. after the first session, um, Malena came back in after we had, we went broke for lunch and when she came back in, she's like, you guys are the little talk of the town. She's like, these kids, the, the whole school, like they, they went back and were telling all their friends, like they loved it. Like they just loved it. She's like, I can't believe how much they liked, they liked this. She's like, we were doing it to help them because they need it. But she's like, I can't believe how much they liked it and how much conversations they were having like after it. So it was really good in that sense. And um, obviously for us, we, you know, we want to keep going and we want to, eventually it will be cool to work with the churches and stuff there. And just, that's for, for me, and like I was telling Simon, for me, this is a foot in the door to be to do other stuff. It's not, the end game for me is not to do school leadership programs. Like yeah. that's just not, I mean, it's great and helpful, but it's not my end game, you know. So, anyways, so it went really well, really, really well. Good trip. Uh, they want us to come back already. Don't know when, but they want us to come back. And I think we'll do more stuff there mm -hmm. for sure. Definitely, Reyes. Um, you like this, the town just yeah, by itself, lovely. right? It's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Just a nice, quiet. I, I can't even. I can't explain it honestly. No. It'd be a great place to take a team, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great place to yeah. take a team. I think a massive part of it was that. So the ladies that we worked with, the civic committee. Mm -hmm. um, their passion and love for their town was so infectious Absolutely. that you wanted the town to do well because of how much they loved it, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Uh -huh. So it was like, you could just, the moment you met them and saw on their faces, the way they interact with everyone, the way they knew 95% of hey, like, easily. we'll be driving down a road and like Ramon would be like, do you know them? And they're like, yep, do you know him? Yep. Do you just know to her? see yeah, like, yeah, just, just and they're like, laughing. Cause yeah, like you yeah. tell them thought about it. Cause they just lived, <laughs> yeah. that's the reality. Yeah, and they're and laughing. If they said no, we'd just be like, oh, they must be a visitor. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they loved their town. They, they want their town to do well. They want their town to progress. And it's just a joy to work with people like that because yeah. you get it no is. pushback, no negativity. Um, the only guy that we met that caused us a little bit of trouble, you know, they were straight over to us and being like, oh, don't worry about him. You know, we're used to this or whatever and whatnot, like supporting yeah. us, reassuring us, got no issue. And so you, it makes you want to go back. Absolutely. When, when you know, okay, that's what we're working with. That's who we're working with. You want to go back. Yeah. yeah like... It makes you want, I mean, you almost break your back from like, oh, what do you guys need me to do? Oh, you need yeah. to do some extra? Because like, they're, they're, they're super, like, in the beginning, they were like, we started off, we, it wasn't rough, but we almost started off rough. Because we were right before the first one in Reyes when they were there. They weren't there in Santa Rosa. So, mm -hmm. and they like came up, hey, can you talk about this? Can you talk about, like, we're literally about to start. And I was like, I just finally kind of got to the point, I was like, man, look, y'all got to chill. Like, and they're looking at me like, oh, crazy. Cause we didn't know each other <laughs> very well. I'm like, y'all need to calm down. Like, because we already have this. And it's like, well, it needs to be three hours. It's like, it's not three hours. It's going to be an hour. Oh, but they, they took off the whole day of school. I said, look, calm down. We got, we, this, is what we, this is what we do. We work with kids. We've done this for years. Like, we got it under control. Like, I just need you to stop worrying. That's, that's all I need you to do. Go over there, sit at the end of the table, and relax. <laughs> like, that's what I told her. Like, talking to And like, I mean, because it was, it was absurd. Like, but it's what Simon says. Is she's so... They, they were so giddy because they, they wanted it to be perfect yeah. mm -hmm. and they wanted it to go well that they were just they got anxious and it, it got annoying right and start pestering and yeah, yeah. don't because they didn't know us yeah. and so yeah. like don't forget to talk about this. can you talk about this can you talk about this and like no, no we got we, yeah. we planned this Where's out projector you don't yeah, have yeah. a projector <laughs> oh i don't know if you're gonna keep this she said in the very beginning yeah. she's like oh you guys don't have a projector it's like 
oh, I don't know if you're going to be able to keep their attention. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. What, you know, whatever. I was like, well, just, you know. And so well, they calmed down. And it's like literally the first five minutes. Because yeah. I think I did the intro. On the, I did yeah. all the intros, right? Yeah. yeah. And so like the first five minutes, I think they saw. They, didn't, they weren't full, but they saw like, oh, this is going to be different. Yeah. And so the, throughout the whole thing, like the kids were in, engaged and like, oh, in the break, they're all asking questions. We had a break and like you have like a little empanada and it. Juice. What was the juice called? <laughs> what <do you> call? <laughs> Tangy tree. <laughs> Tangy tree? Yeah, he got it. Yeah, so they, we had, it was star fruit juice, first off. But like, it tasted like a bunch of leaves got mixed in. And Simon was like, this isn't great. And it wasn't nasty, but it was just tasted like leaves. And he was like, and he started, we had every day start calling it tangy tree. And so like, it, like I, he's like, oh, we have more tangy tree to drink today. <laughs> That's exactly what it tasted like. That's what's so funny. Anyways, so during the break, all the kids were like taking pictures and like just talking, chit-chatting. And I think they were much more like, oh, like these kids love this. And like from then on, everything was calm. We were yeah. friends from then on, but in yeah. the beginning. I, like, so I did the intro. I was telling you about it before, but I did the intro and I would just get up and say who we are. But then I just turned out just end up ragging on all the kids like like basically because like and in the beginning i wasn't doing it but then i started realizing i could identify some of the problematic kids and kind of try to nip it in the bud so i was like you know like basically like i mean it turned into like a stand-up act in the beginning like just making fun of people or whatever but it was you know it got the ice broke like the it was like an ice yeah broke the ice or whatever and kind of got it going then you know rudy comes and does what he does and so it's really good it was it was it was a great experience man i was exhausted just super tired by the end of it. I'm just too old and too out of shape for it. And I don't know. But just really, really good experience, man. Really good experience. They want to, like I said, they want us to go back. They want us to do another at some point. Obviously, it can't be soon because they just took a whole day off of school. So, but I think we're going to keep working on different um, workshops and stuff like that because just keep building the relationship. The cool thing is we have a page in Spanish called Materia Prima, which is uh, raw material is what it's called. And it's basically just... It's it's gained it's gauged towards um, like motivational positive. Again, it's the it's the hook to get into the schools and stuff, and so um, so we have that page or whatever. When you have content on there, like one minute, two minute videos or whatever, just different ideas and talking about different issues and stuff like that. And so a lot of the kids liked the page and they started writing and inboxing. And so now you have a personal dialogue with the kids and stuff like that mm, and we've cool. been uploading christian content to that page as well as motivational stuff mm -hmm. and so you know you just ease the re it's, it's, it's long term right just building a long-term platform and stuff and not because we're afraid to get up and share the gospel by no means i mean we do that every sunday or every weekend all three of us actually do that every weekend so it's not that it's just that in that in that area in that space i mean you have to kind of have to respect what what's already there but then to build a relationship and build a long-term bridge for the gospel and so you're really good, man. Really good. Really, really, really good. You got to go next time. Yeah, that would be fun. Like, where is she from? Uh, Bolivia. <laughs> yeah. So we did this thing at the beginning where every time I would say, hi, my name is Ramon, blah, blah, blah. I am from, hey, where do you think I'm from? And they would start saying all this stuff and like. Every, every single time Brazil. someone mentioned Brazil, though, didn't they? Oh, that was, that was always, always the one, first yeah. one. Always the first one. Always Brazil. And one of the girls from Reyes is actually, she's black as well. She's Bolivian, but, you know, she's Afro-Bolivian. And so I said, where is she from one time? And one of the times, I said, where is she from? They said, Reyes. I said, so why is she from Reyes and I have to be from Brazil? <laughs> and, you know, they're so confused, like, so confused. They never guessed the United States. No. Uh, not one. Uh, one time a guy yelled it, and they all started laughing when he yelled it. 
And so like it was just like a joke. Yeah, yeah. And I was and like, you joined in the East yeah, yeah. laughing, yeah, yeah. crazy. I was like, you're crazy. I'm from the United States. Do I look like I'm in the States? And they're shaking their heads. No, they have no idea. You know. And it's like, why? And that's all I would always ask because I don't know if you know, but there's a lot of Bolivians that are like are Brazilians, like Afro. There's a lot of black Brazilians, and you see a lot of black Brazilians here. And so I said, why do you think I'm from Brazil? Because your accent. I was like, oh, it gives it away, doesn't it? And it's like, yeah. Like, I've never been to Brazil in my life. I don't speak Portuguese or anything. And they all, like, laugh. I'm like, it's not because of my accent that you think I'm from Brazil. Nice try. And you could see their faces, like, <laughs> you could see the tension, like, building. And, like, they're kind of, like, they have no idea what I'm going to say. I'm like, you think I'm from Brazil because I'm black. <laughs> ah, and the room would just blow up every time, every time, <laughs> every single time. It's like, like you're right, but like you, like you caught us. It is like la- a laughing, embarrassed moment, whatever. And so, that was fun. Then I asked where Simon's from, and there was one girl that she was trying to be problematic in the beginning, and she had bleached blonde hair. And so it was like the whole. It was a setup. I don't know if you picked up on that from the beginning, because I never asked that before. Like in that way, I said, "Where's where do you think he's from?" And then somebody said Russia. I said, "Why do you think he's from Russia?" And a girl like she didn't want to say it. Like so, she kind of whispered it to me because I walked over there and I said, she said, "I said." She has blonde hair. Uh, he has blonde hair. And I said, oh, and I got a mic. I said, she says it because he has blonde hair. She got all embarrassed and whatever. I said, does that make sense? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, the, the problematic girl, I was like, she has blonde hair. Is she from Russia? <laughs> she, her, her mouth dropped. Like, she couldn't believe. Like, but she was laughing, you know what I mean? Like, it was fun. Bolivian, Bolivia is a teasing culture, too, just so for people listening. So it wasn't like I was being a jerk, but no, it's, it. it's no, a, like, yeah, I was gonna say if you're not teasing someone, you yeah. don't like them. Yeah, you're it's, not it, friendly yeah. with them. Yeah. And so you know, and so that it was like a big thing, yeah. whatever. But they yeah. just go ahead. Sorry, like that. I think because so many kids said to you like afterwards as well, like you would ask them, "Is that what you're expecting?" And they're like, "No, no, yeah, not yeah, at all, yeah." Not at all. And I think it was always those first five minutes of doing jokes like, "Oh, it's because I'm black," or because he's white, or whatever completely broke the like they were like, expectations just, yeah just to start with like they would sit quite like you know straight or be like oh this is going to be boring this is going to be rubbish kind of thing five minutes later all the kids are relaxed they're laughing they're engaged they're you know mm-hmm. they're, they're hooked on that's what it's about to say and it was so like those five first five minutes were, were crucial it was fun yeah. it was fun for me because i got to like let loose and i didn't have to really prepare anything so it was like easier for me like my material was literally sitting in front of me so i just had to think quick you know like and put stuff together, which is fun to me and culturally normal. So culturally, <laughs> you were in the zone. Yeah, I mean it was fun, you know. But I, yeah, they they did come in with the expectation that it was going to be like boys and girls of race. Leadership is very like that. That's what Where's a lot of them my had in projector mind. Projector clicker. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of <laughs> yeah. Slide number one. Yeah, like that's totally what they're expecting. And so when we came in, like clowning and joking around and like kind of full of life and. Yeah. And talking about stuff that they know about and stuff like that, like it was like a different, you know, he's making examples and jokes that they know about. It's like, oh, oh like, oh, this is not what, you know, and they're like, oh, can you come back? Oh, can you guys come back? Blah, blah, you know, it's really, it was, it was a good experience, man. A lot of kids with questions and stuff at the end and just, you know, send them, one guy sends me messages on a regular asking different stuff and whatever. It's really, really, really good. Really good. That's cool. Really I was, really t- I was talking to Ramon, right? We sent a message out to a- our supporters just saying like, hey man, not hey man, but just saying, hey, yeah. this is what so we're doing. We're we presenting. Start all of our letters like that. <laughs> hey hey man. man, comma, space, space, <laughs> double space. Okay, that's enough. 
Yeah, just say, hey, this is a project. We're presenting, you know, the work, the invitation that we got. Um, you know, we need support. This is this, this is the cost, you know, of everything. And we're just like, okay, God, you know, this is an opportunity, and we're hoping we can take it. And I think the same day or a day later, someone responded, said that they would cover, they pretty much, they covered the cost of the trip. And after that, we didn't hear anything. I was just like, man, if that one person hadn't responded, like, I wonder if if we would have been able to go. I mean, that's not always how it works. Sometimes, you know, several yeah. people come together and they give 50, but 20. But, like, you, you have to look at it from, like, God's perspective. It's provision. Right. And, like, see, because you can easily just be like, oh, but if they wouldn't have given, like, it, that can always happen. But they did give. Mm-hmm. And that was God getting his provision to you. That's like if Elijah was like, what if the ravens didn't come? I would have died. He absolutely would have died of, of, of starvation. Right. Almost said. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, you absolutely would have died of starvation. Like, but they did come, yeah. you know, and so it's very easy to be like, well, if they wouldn't have given, then well, you know, but they did give, and so, you know. With just trusting that God God will God is your provider. Always provide, yeah. And did you get what you needed? Yes. Not where did it come from or how many people did it come from or how many people responded or didn't respond. Did you get what you needed? Yes, absolutely. And mm-hmm. so we had it, and so and I made the trip work, and it was totally worth it, mm-hmm. totally worth it. I think it gave us kind of a boost, too. Like you said, working with them and just seeing their love for their city, it kind of rejuvenated us. Like, oh, yeah, we can make a difference here. And then also just being away for a week and coming back a little more refreshed and kind of like, not refreshed, but like, I don't know, you just think, you get time to think about stuff and whatever, you come back and kind of put your hands to the plow and gung-ho ready to roll. Just seeing different roads. Yeah. Different trees. Yeah, yeah. Just seeing different things. Yeah, absolutely. It just refreshes your mind. It does. It does. Fresh air up there. It's a lot for, you know, whatever. So very good trip. We'll do it again. Definitely do it again sometime. There's something else I was going to say, but I keep forgetting. I'll probably remember as soon as we cut it off. So, yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for who were praying and stuff for us for the trip. Um, it was really good. Really fruitful, I think. Um, and I think it'll continue to bear fruit in the future and um, produce results and stuff. And so thank you um, for those who gave and those, those of you for who, um, who, who prayed for us and stuff. And just, man, just definitely God answered prayers and stuff. And so... Really good trip. Really, really good. You got anything else? No. What about you? Nope. Good. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We appreciate all your help and your support. You love we and listening to these podcasts. It's really cool. I think we enjoy the outlet to be able to just sit down and have these conversations. And it's cool that people actually listen to it. So um, thank you for all your support and your love. We appreciate everything you do for us. Uh, until next week, provecho.